Ghost Haunted with Molly. Hi, my name's Molly, and I love all things ghoulish, macabre, spooky and paranormal. If you do too, then you'll love to tune in and listen to me, bringing you haunted tales from every county in the United Kingdom and eventually beyond. Each week, I pick a county randomly from my ghost haunted box and bring to you a ghostly tale from that particular county. This week, we have been transported to the heritage-rich county of Essex. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to extend a heartfelt thank you to each and every one of you for joining me on this journey. If you enjoy the content and feel like supporting the show, you can leave a tip or donation through Coffee. That's K-O-F-I at my page, Spooky Molly. You can find the link in my podcast description box. Your support means the world to me and helps keep this podcast alive and thriving. But that's not all. I also create otherworldly phone wallpapers and very soon will be offering my own art pieces for purchase. It's a fantastic way to personalise your devices or enjoy some art while supporting the podcast. Every bit of support enables me to continue creating content that you love. Thank you for considering. And now, let's get into the episode. So sit or lie back and let's get ghoulish. Essex is a ceremonial county in the east of England and one of the home counties. It is bordered by Cambridgeshire and Suffolk to the north, the North Sea to the east, Kent across the Thames Estuary to the south, Greater London to the southwest, and Hertfordshire to the west. The largest settlement is Southend-on-Sea and the county town is Chelmsford. Witch Trials Essex was a focal point for witch trials during the 16th and 17th centuries, particularly the infamous witchfinder general, Matthew Hopkins, who operated in the area. Oldest recorded town, Colchester in Essex, is Britain's oldest recorded town, with its history documented by the Roman writer Pliny the Elder in the 1st century AD. Longest Pier. Southend Pier is the world's longest pleasure pier, stretching over 1.33 miles, that's 2.14 kilometres, into the Thames Estuary. First British Radio Broadcast. The first ever British radio broadcast was made by Guglielmo Marconi from Chelmsford in 1920, earning the city the title of the birthplace of radio. Island life. Essex is home to several islands, including Canvey Island, known for its unique history and cultural identity, and Foulness Island, one of the UK's most secretive military sites. Essex 
salt marsh coastline. Essex is one of the UK's longest salt marsh coastlines, which is of international importance for bird life. Epping Forest Once a royal forest and hunting ground, Epping Forest spans approximately 2,400 hectares and straddles the border between Essex and London. The Village of Greenstead Greenstead Church in Essex is the oldest wooden church in the world, dating back over 1,000 years. Hadley Castle The romantic ruins of Hadley Castle, painted by John Constable, offer stunning views of the Thames estuary and are a testament to the county's rich history. Roman Circus Colchester is home to the only known Roman circus in Britain, a chariot racing track dating back to the 2nd century AD. Tiptree Jam The village of Tiptree is famous for its jam, produced by Wilkin and Sons since 1885. The company still owns and operates the original jam museum. Britain's first village the village of Thapstead is said to be Britain's first recorded village, dating back over a thousand years. Essex Serpent The legend of the Essex Serpent, a mythical creature said to have terrorised the people of Essex in the 16th century, inspired Sarah Perry's novel of the same name. The Clacton Spear the Clacton Spear, a wooden spear over 400,000 years old, was discovered in Clacton-on-Sea, showcasing the area's ancient human activity. Brightlingsea's unique title. The town of Brightlingsea is the only kink port outside Kent and Sussex, a historic series of coastal towns and special privileges. Lee-on-Sea's Cockle Sheds Lee-on-Sea is renowned for its cockle sheds and fishing industry, with a history dating back centuries. Secret Nuclear Bunker Essex hides a secret Cold War nuclear bunker at Kelvedon Hatch, originally intended as a government command centre in case of nuclear attack. Smallest town, Manningtree, with an area of just under a square mile, claims to be England's smallest town by area. The Hopping Houses of Jaywick Jaywick, near Clacton-on-Sea, is known for its unique collection of holiday homes built in the 1930s, originally intended for Londoners seeking a seaside retreat. The Essex Smile in the 18th and 19th centuries, the term Essex Smile referred to the practice of smuggling contraband goods. Smugglers would hide goods under their clothes, making it look like they were smiling with their bodies. Essex is a county renowned for its picturesque countryside and vibrant attractions also harbours a more mysterious and eerie aspect. It's home to an array of haunting sites 
and ancient buildings that could unsettle even the most courageous of visitors under the cloak of night. These locations are not just visually intimidating, they're steeped in chilling tales and legends that amplify their mystique. There have been numerous accounts of spectral sightings and ghostly encounters throughout the region, adding a layer of intrigue to its rich history. I extend my heartfelt gratitude to Essex Live for their invaluable assistance in my research, shedding light on the shadowy corners of this fascinating county. The Cage, St Ossith Nestled in the heart of Britain lies a dwelling so enshrouded in the supernatural that it has earned the title of one of the nation's most haunted houses. This is no tale for the faint-hearted. Since its listing in 2015, the cage has beckoned the curious and the brave, drawing in paranormal investigators from television's shadowy corners. Yet, for 12 long years, this cottage with its dark past as the prison of the infamous Essex witch, Ursula Kemp, awaited a buyer daring enough to cross its threshold. Ursula Kemp's story is woven into the very fabric of the cage. In 1582, she was condemned to the gallows, accused of a heinous crime, the deaths of two children. Ursula, known in her village as a midwife, fell victim to a tragic twist of fate when she allegedly cursed an infant after the mother preferred a neighbour's aid over hers. The child's untimely death spiralled into accusations of witchcraft as whispers of Ursula's powers to heal and harm spread like wildfire, catching the attention of witch-finders. The echoes of Ursula's fate linger within the walls of the cage, and Vanessa Mitchell, its most recent owner, can attest to the house's restless spirits. Vanessa's tenure of four years was anything but ordinary. Her days and nights were punctuated by unexplained phenomena. Objects took flight, spectral figures roamed, and malevolent forces left her terrorised with physical assaults and haunting visions. Vanessa's experiences shared on television paint a vivid picture of a home that is anything but... The cage stands as a testament to history's dark chapters, a place where the past refuses to be forgotten, inviting the bold to uncover its secrets and maybe, just maybe, encounter the spirit of Ursula Kemp herself. Kelvden Hatch Nuclear Bunker Beneath the tranquil veil of picturesque countryside, a hidden chamber of secrets and shadows beckons the brave and the curious each October. This bunker shrouded in mystery 
transforms into the epicentre of grand Halloween festivities, drawing souls near and far to its haunting depths. Its chilling reputation is not unwarranted. After all, the popular TV show Most Haunted has dared to explore its eerie confines, branding it one of the most notoriously haunted locales in the region. Entombed 120 feet below the surface, this secret bunker is a realm where the veil between the living and the dead seems perilously thin. Witnesses claim it teems with spectral figures and is alive with the sounds of the paranormal. Whispers from the beyond, growls of unseen beasts and the heavy thumps of ghostly footsteps. The bunker's origins are steeped in a grim legend. During its frenzied construction, concrete was poured relentlessly day and night. Then, Amidst the chaos, a grim discovery was made. A worker's hard hat, ominously submerged in the freshly laid concrete, while the man himself vanished without a trace. This sinister find led many to believe the poor soul had met a harrowing fate, entombed within the bunker's very walls. But the tales of horror do not end there. The construction disturbed an ancient burial ground, weaving a curse of unrest on the site, and within its cold concrete embrace, the main stairwell whispers of a despair so profound it drove one tragically to suicide. Those daring enough to step into this abyss report encounters that chill the blood ghostly apparitions that flicker in and out of sight, growls that echo through the silent halls and thuds that resonate as if the very heart of the bunker beats with a life of its own. These brave souls tread few where few would dare, drawn by the allure of its dark history and the chance to glimpse into the unknown. The Spider-Man of Stock In the annals of the peculiar and the uncanny, the tale of Charlie, best known by his moniker, The Spider, weaves a particularly intriguing thread. Cast back to the 1800s, in an era where the lines between entertainment and the macabre often blurred, Charlie crafted an alter ego, that would etch his name in the folklore of the Bear Inn. The spider was not just a persona, it was an embodiment of a peculiar talent and an ingenious, albeit unconventional, means to an end. To the delight and astonishment of guests, and driven by a penchant for ale, Charlie would embark on a remarkable feat. With a pint of beer in hand, he would ascend the chimney in one room, vanishing into the soot and darkness above. Then, with the agility of his namesake, he would navigate the labyrinthine passages within the walls, only to descend gracefully down a different chimney, 
emerging before an unsuspecting audience in another room. The spectacle was not just entertainment, it was a performance that funded his affinity for drink. Yet, as with all tales tinged with the extraordinary, Charlie's story takes a spectral turn. It is whispered that the ghost of the Spider-Man lingers within the walls of the Bear Inn to this day. On quiet nights, when the wind whispers through the chimneys and the hearth is cold, the spirit of Charlie is said to reenact his remarkable journey between the fireplaces, a ghostly performance for an audience of shadows. This unusual legacy, a blend of talent, humour and an insatiable thirst, ensures that the legend of the spider continues to haunt the bear in, a reminder of the man who once entertained and mystified its patrons in equal measure. The Fox and Fiddler, Colchester In the historic heart of Colchester, there lies a pub that's home to a tale as enchanting as it is eerie. This establishment doesn't serve up pints and pub fare. It's the eternal residence of Sarah, a young chambermaid, whose spirit lingers within its ancient walls. Unlike the sombre spectres of law, Sarah boasts a reputation as a fun-loving ghost, a playful phantom who delights in benign mischief, casting a light-hearted shadow over both staff and patrons alike. Sarah's story, however, is rooted in a darker chapter of history, intertwined with the notorious figure of Matthew Hopkins, infamously dubbed the Witchfinder General. His relentless pursuit of those he condemned as witches left many a tragic tale in its wake, and Sarah unfortunately became one of his victims. Legend has it that Hopkins's malevolence knew no bounds when it came to Sarah. In a sinister act that sealed her fate, he is said to have dragged her down to the pub's cellar, where he cruelly entombed her within a disused tunnel beneath the inn, a grim resting place far from the light of day. Yet, it seems Sarah's spirit refused to be quashed by such a grim demise. Instead, she chose to embrace the afterlife with a mischievous zeal, becoming an enduring presence in the pub that was once her prison. Her antics from playful pranks to unexpected surprises have woven her firmly into the fabric of the establishment, transforming what could have been a haunting into a source of amusement and wonder. Sarah's legacy, a blend of historical tragedy and spectral playfulness, endows this Colchester pub with a unique charm. Her story is a poignant reminder of the past's grip on the present and her spirited antics served as a testament to the indomitable nature of the human and spectral spirit. Chelmsford Prison This prison, once the backdrop for the beloved sitcom Porridge, 
harbours tales that stretch far beyond its television fame. Within its walls lies a hidden narrative, one that whispers of spectral inhabitants from a bygone era. Among the most vivid of these ghostly presences is a woman, garbed in the attire of centuries past, a crinoline dress and bonnet, her apparition a fleeting glimpse into the past prison-storied past. Accompanying her in the prison's spectral roster is the figure of an old-fashioned warder, his presence marked by the glow of the lamp he carries, a silent sentinel from a time long forgotten. The prison's corridors and cells, steeped in history, have become a conduit for encounters that defy explanation. Staff and inmates alike have shared tales of strange sightings, including the ghostly visages, visage of a priest, his ethereal form, a testament to the prison's layered history. These apparitions are but the beginning of the prison's paranormal activity. The air within is often pierced by the sounds that belong to no living being within its confines. Disembodied voices echo through the halls, a reminder of conversations whose participants have long since departed. The laughter and the chatter of children playing resonate in spaces that have never known such innocence. Unexplained bangs and footsteps fill the silence, each sound a puzzle with no discernible source. For those who find themselves within this infamous prison, the experience is not just one of observing its physical confines, but of possibly encountering its unseen inhabitants. The sounds of the past linger here, inviting the curious to listen closely. Perhaps during your visit, you too might hear the echoes of history that reverberate through the empty cells and shadowed walkways, a haunting symphony of the prison's hidden life. Colchester Castle Constructed in the year 919, this fortress stands as a sentinel to centuries of history, its stone walls echoing tales of intrigue and darkness. It is whispered to be among the most haunted castles in the UK, a title it wears like a cloak woven from the threads of its grim past. Initially, the castle's dungeon was overseen by private entities, a practice that led to conditions so barbaric it was as if the very essence of humanity had been forsaken. Prisoners were left to languish, their cries fading into the silence of neglect, their lives often ending within the cold embrace of their stone confines. The castle's eerie aura is further intensified by the tragic tale of James Parnell, a Quaker, who found himself ensnared in its grim legacy in 1656. Arrested for the simple act of defying a magistrate's fine, Parnell was subjected to cruel treatment that would ultimately claim his life in April of that same year. 
His spirit, along with countless others, is said to roam the castle's ancient halls, a haunting reminder of the injustice he suffered. But the shadows that lurk within Colchester Castle are not Parnell's alone. Matthew Hopkins, known infamously as the Witchfinder General, carved his mark into the castle's history in 1645. Under his command, suspected witches were interrogated within these walls, their fate sealed by his merciless convictions. Many innocent women, ensnared by Hopkins's zeal, met their end on the gallows, protesting their innocence to the very last. The castle, with its storied past of suffering and spectral sightings, stands not just as a monument to history, but as a beacon for those drawn to the mysteries of the paranormal. Its legacy intertwined with the souls of those who suffered within its walls ensures that the castle remains a place where the past refuses to rest, its halls forever haunted by the echoes of its dark and tumultuous history. Leomani Tower In the heart of a historical edifice, where the past is etched into every stone and whisper, the spirit of Lord Marnie lingers, a spectral guardian of his unfinished legacy. It is believed that his ghost prowls the venerable halls of this once magnificent home, a home that, to his eternal discontent, never reached the pinnacle of his aspirations. His unrest is rooted in a tale of unfulfilled dreams and familial grief. Lord Marnie departed this world in 1523, followed shortly by his son, who left no male heirs to carry on the construction of their grand vision. Witnesses claim to have seen Lord Marnie, a figure of another era, clad in full armour and astride his horse, ascending the staircase of the tower in a silent ghostly procession. This haunting image of it is a vivid reminder of the Lord's undying connection to the place he cannot leave behind. Though the building's origins trace back to the Tudor era, a time when even Elizabeth I graced its chambers, the spectral inhabitants that roam its grounds and hallways seem to hail from the Victorian period. These phantoms, dressed in the attire of the late 19th century, add layers of mystery to the castle's rich tapestry of history. The East Wing, in particular, is a hotbed of poltergeist activity, where objects defy explanation by moving of their own accord, witnessed by those who dare to venture into its domain. Moreover, the spirits of servants and workers, perhaps once the backbone of the estate, continue their eternal toil, seen by some in fleeting moments that bridge the gap between the past and the present. This historic building, with its blend of Tudor foundations and Victorian spectres, is a nexus of unquiet spirits and unresolved stories. Lord Marnie, forever on horseback, and the myriad other ghosts that inhabit its space, 
make this place a fascinating confluence of history, haunting and the indelible mark left by those who have passed through its doors. Manning Tree In the shadowed corners of Manning Tree's history, a figure looms large, casting a long and chilling shadow over the town. This place, once the stomping ground of the notorious witch-finder general Matthew Hopkins, harbours tales of fear and fascination. Alongside his assistant John Stern, Hopkins embarked on a grim crusade against witchcraft. A dark journey that led nearly 400 souls to the gallows, their fate sealed by suspicion and superstition. But death did not mark the end of Hopkins' presence in Manningtree. It's whispered that at the stroke of the full moon his spirit emerges, haunting the very places where his dreadful deeds were carried out. Mistly Pond, a serene spot by daylight, becomes a spectral scene under the moon's glow, echoing with the ghosts of those drowned for witchcraft by Hopkins' decree. The ghost of Hopkins is not content to haunt just the natural landscapes of Manningtree. His spectral form has been sighted in the warm, bustling environments of local pubs, places where the living gather to share stories and laughter. The Mistley Thorn Hotel, the White Hart Inn, the Red Lion, all these establishments have played host to the eerie visitor, adding a layer of supernatural intrigue to their historic walls. Patrons and staff alike tell tales of encounters with Hopkins's ghost, a reminder of a time when fear ruled the hearts of Manning Trees's inhabitants. These sightings weave together the past and present, making the Witchfinder General a figure of both historical infamy and contemporary fascination. In Manningtree, the line between history and legend blurs, with Matthew Hopkins's shadowy legacy forever etched into the town's identity, a haunting reminder of a bygone era's darkness. As we draw the curtains on our journey through the spectral heart of Essex, it's hard not to feel a profound sense of connection to the stories and souls that linger in its historic landscapes. Each tale, from the mischievous to the melancholic, weaves a rich tapestry that speaks to the enduring human spirit and the mysteries that lie just beyond the veil of our understanding. These stories, as much as they are about ghosts and the supernatural, are also about us, about our fears, our hopes and our endless fascination with the unknown. They remind us that history is not just a series of dates and events, but a living, breathing entity filled with people whose lives continue to touch ours in unexpected ways. As we leave behind the haunted halls, the shadowed lanes and the murmuring rivers of Essex, let's carry with us 
a sense of wonder and a gentle reminder of our place in the vast, unfolding story of humanity. For in the end, it's the stories we share, the connections we make, and the compassion we extend to both the living and the departed that truly define us. Thank you for joining me on this spectral journey through Essex. Before I go, let's see where the ghost haunted box has chosen for us to investigate next. And it is West Midlands. So join me next week on Friday, the 1st of March to find out what I have discovered about the county of West Midlands. You can follow me on Instagram by searching Ghost Haunted with Molly or my username, which is Hauntologist1. Until next week, stay curious, stay cautious and never let your guard down. For the realm of the unknown is always closer than we think.